Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and by Sioux Nation in Fort Pierre. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest is former National Association of Farm Broadcasting President and past NAFB Broadcaster of the Year, Brian Winnikins. We'll hear from him after this. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, Chad at 605-870-0697, or Wade at 605-730-1801. Automobile manufacturers have been spreading the word that they won't be including AM radios in many of the new models they're producing, and in some cases, FM radio won't be included either. Winnikins owns WRDN Radio in Durand, Wisconsin, and has been diligently following this topic. Jody, this is something that's been actually going on since 2016, really, because a lot of the European car manufacturers started taking AM radio out of their vehicles that are sold in Europe. And, and part of it was was because the radio industry in Europe is going through a fundamental change. They are actually leaving um, not only the AM band, but also the FM band and going to a full digital. It's called DRM or DAB uh, are the two things that they, they are primarily using. And so the car companies there had already started to do this. Now, when that was starting... You know, Lance Knutson, you know, had mentioned it to us uh, at one of our NEFB board meetings back then. And it was kind of like, yeah, well, that's Europe and it's really no big deal. Then Tesla, um, they had AM radios in their Teslas uh, kind of at the very beginning. And then they took them out and people kind of knew about that. But they're like, nah, it's an electric vehicle. It's a Tesla. Who on the farm is really going to do that? And, you know, buy one of those and, you know, no big deal. But now it's a big deal, even though Ford initially said just the F-150 Lightning, then they changed to, well, we're also not going to put it in the Mustang electric vehicles. And and then they turned around and they said, well, now we're not going to put it into anything, any of our newer vehicles. We're just going to start taking it out. And so that kind of started in in October of of this year. And that's that's kind of where it's it's at. But the 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 big thing that listeners need to to understand there's a couple of things that listeners really need to understand and and even in the radio industry and radio folks need to kind of understand some of this too radio in a vehicle has not been a standard option it's only been that way probably since the mid 80s my mother worked for general motors for 35 years uh as as uh, in the on in the on the office side she was not on the, the assembly line um so she worked with many of the upper level management of chevrolet radio was never a standard feature it was always an option i, I mean i remember my as a kid my mom's brand new biscayne vehicle, which was a a lower model Chevy, didn't have a radio in it. Uh, My dad's Blazer only had an AM radio in it. I mean, it wasn't a standard option until um, probably the mid 80s. You always had to order it. So that's the first thing that people have to realize that this isn't really nothing new. Car companies have kind of done this before. The difference is, is that they're not going to give you a choice anymore. So in other words, Jody, Jody goes out to buy a new 
2026 Chevy, let's say, or whatever, um, you won't be able to order an AM FM radio with it. It just won't be offered, period. And the reason is, is because the car manufacturers, they receive, they receive a kickback, whatever you want to call it, from satellite radio. So if, if Jody has a newer vehicle and she decides to pay for satellite radio, the car companies get a, a piece of that every month. That's what they want. They want subscription-based monthly revenue. And having free over-the-air AM, FM radio in a vehicle, of course, who's going to pay for something if they can get it for free? So General Motors has already announced they want $25 billion in subscription revenue by 2030. They're not going to be able billion? to- $25 billion? a year. They're, they're not going to get that money if they have free over-the-air AM, FM radio in the vehicle. Because again, most people are going to do what? They're not going to pay for something they can get for free, or at least, especially if they've just bought a $70,000 vehicle. The other part of this is, is what folks need to realize is, is you can't rely on your cell phone. And I'm going to not even care about the technical aspects of <laughs> there's no cell phone coverage or whatever. You're not going to be able to rely on your cell phone because there won't be Bluetooth capability in that infotainment center is what they call them now. They won't have Bluetooth there. They won't have an auxiliary audio jack where you can plug your phone in and then just play stuff off your phone. That won't be there either. Oh, they're going to make it. So you have to exactly. subscribe. Because again, if, if now they haven't officially said that, and there's a lot of people saying, Brian, you're just speculating. Okay, but you don't have to be an economist to figure out that if General Motors wants $25 billion in subscription revenue by 2030, are they going to leave in their Bluetooth so you can just bypass that? Are they going to leave an auxiliary audio jack in the vehicle so you can just bypass that? Well, of course not. They're not going to do that. I mean, come on. I mentioned this, that this is what they were going to in December of last year when I was on News Nation, that this is what the car companies wanted to do. This was before GM made any announcement. This was before any of this stuff. And I had so many people saying, you're speculating and that's not right. And you're just chicken little and you know the sky is falling and that's never going to happen. And it's amazing now how people are saying, they're, they're, these same people are calling me or texting me saying, after General Motors made their announcement about taking out Apple CarPlay, how did you know, Brian, that this was going to happen? Again, my family worked for General Motors. My mother worked for General Motors for 35 years. I know how this, this game works. Right. And it, you don't have to be an economist to figure out that that's what they're wanting to do is they don't want to give it's it's it, they don't want to give you the choice anymore they they just want to make it where if you buy a gm vehicle or if you buy a ford vehicle or if you buy whatever they're going to have something in there that you need to also buy additionally from them and pay for it every month so you can have entertainment in your vehicle that's what they're going for because they want that business model of something coming in every month i can't blame the car companies because Part of the reason that's happening, they need to do this is, believe it or not, cars are better. Cars and trucks are, are built better now than they were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 30 years ago. You know, people like to, car collectors or old guys like myself like to say, you know, oh, well, you know, they made them so much better in the 50s, 60s and 70s. No, they didn't. 
they were pieces of junk, <laughs> you know, by 50,000 miles. It's like, well, maybe I better get a new vehicle because this one's going to start to fall to pieces. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. Now it's 300,000 miles or whatever. Yeah, and sure. so, of course, yeah, General Motors sells a car to Jody, but Jody now isn't going to be buying a new one for the next 15 years, years instead yeah, of maybe exactly. five. Exactly. Or less than that. And, and so they, they, they need, they're, they're trying to find other ways to generate revenue, which I can appreciate. As radio stations, um, yes, we understand monthly you know, income. We get it. You know, but, but at the end of the day, for our listeners, and yes, I realize there's people listening to this. It's a podcast, so they're listening to it via the internet. I get that. But for listeners that rely on free over-the-air radio, your choice is being taken away. And that that should be the, the main concern here. There's there's a whole other bunch of other issues that, that, that have been talked about out there, you know, the, the emergency information, not enough cell phone coverage. I, I've heard all of those things. I, I mean, I hear them all. But the bottom line is your choice is being taken away. And, and that's should be the concerning part of this is is that you're losing the choice you won't even be able to order one and that's the part where i have a a bit of an issue with i think that 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 you know okay i you know general motors i get it or ford or chrysler or whomever i get it you know you want this monthly income i'm just not going to pay for something once a month i I don't want to do that i want to listen to my local radio station can i want to have my vehicle be equipped with an AM FM radio, a decent one. How much will that cost me? I should be able to do that as an option right. like it used to be. Okay, fine. Go back to that model. That's fine. But they don't want to do that either. Because again, their fear is there'll be too many people like me ordering a vehicle with an AM FM radio right. and they're not going to subscribe to it. I mean, you know, my mom as you know, as the family got older and all that, they, you know, it wasn't a young family anymore, but it, by the, you know, the seventies and into the eighties, when my mom would get a vehicle every year from GM, there was certain employee plans and it was a lot different than it is now, but she would get a new vehicle every year. She would order it totally loaded with ever all of the options, air conditioning. Again, air conditioning was just an option. You know, power windows was an option. It wasn't just standard. You know, she she always ordered the, you know, with an AM, FM, and at that time, a cassette included. She ordered the upgraded stuff. Cassette, and the reason Cassette why, included. That was big time, Brian. Yeah, because she wanted, because she knew when she sold it the next year, it would be easier to sell because it was loaded. That's what they used to, when, when you would buy, that's, that's, you know, a lot of older folks that might, be listening younger folks jody you don't get it you don't understand (laughs) but when you ordered a quote loaded vehicle that was going to be that chevy silverado or that ford f-150 whatever and had all of the options you ordered all of the options and so you paid more up front for it but then when you turned around to sell it you could get more money for the vehicle because it was quote loaded right that's what they would call that's what they called it in the industry and 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 that's changed now part of it is is for ease of manufacture 
you know, ease of because again, if you're on the assembly line, okay, here comes Jody's car, you know, Jody's truck, and well, she's cheap and she doesn't want anything on it, so we got to have the wing windows and no air and you know, no radio in it and the whole bit. And so Jody's truck goes by, and then Brian comes along, and you know, he won the lottery and he wants everything, every known conceivable option we have. Now we got to, you know, they ha- they would have to always kind of monitor that. Well, ease of manufacturing is you make it standard. Everybody gets kind of the same with just some very minor changes, you know, oh, a little bit better seat or, you know, whatever. But that's not as big of a deal as the way it used to be. It's it's a lot of it's for ease of manufacture. So that's really, that's really what's happening. And the other, you know, with the electric vehicles, the the one thing that people haven't, talked about i've been talking about it and part of it partially it's because of my engineer here at the station for those that listen to specifically am radio they they notice you know you plug something in at the house and all of a sudden you can't get the radio or you know you you don't get anything there's a lot of man-made interference all of that stuff is is technically illegal the fcc is supposed to say dell computer you know your computer is jamming am radio that's illegal you have to fix it and you know so in consumer stuff that that is technically illegal the hard part is is if no one complains the fcc really can't do anything about it um well with these evs what i've been when i was in washington dc a few weeks back when i met with you know members of the fcc i said you know if Ford can't put a, an AM radio in their truck or in their EVs, that was their first excuse because the, the motor jams the AM radio, so we just can't put it in. Well, there's, you know, those, that jamming, those, that RF interference, that radio frequency interference isn't just on that truck. That truck's going down the road. It's jamming other vehicles around it. Well, that, oh, okay. that's illegal. That should be illegal. Or when, you know, at the public charging station or at your charging station at home, when you plug the vehicle in and now you can't get AM radio because of the way that charger is, because it's admitting all this RF interference, that should be, that's illegal. And so, and frankly, the FCC and members of Congress and all of that were just taken aback by that. And they all said, they all primarily said the same thing. We never thought of that. We never thought about that issue. Right. And so there's that is something that people need to be well aware of that, you know, there's there's that part of this. And, you know, I know that there's a lot there's been a big movement to contact your congressman and texts, you know, to whatever, you know, the the text number, you know, blah, 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 blah. And tell your congressman you want to keep, you know, AM radio in vehicles. Really, it should be AM and FM because if they take AM out and no one cares, they'll take out FM too. That's again, that's what they, they want right. that money. That's a, I, I understand, but that's a dumb idea. It's dumb. And, and here's why it's dumb. A government mandate to, for, the government could do that. The federal government could tell the car companies, you must put in AM, FM radio in vehicles like seatbelts. Okay. Everybody must put seatbelts in. Everybody must, you know, I mean, the, the for the safety standards. Okay. Now, on the surface of that, that sounds like a great idea. Yay, we won. But what will happen is, is the car companies will say, okay, well, if we have to do that, that's fine. They will put the cheapest, poorest quality receivers in every vehicle because they're going to be mad about this. 
they're going to put in junk worse than it is now. The receivers now are junk. They're garbage, absolute garbage. They're going to put in worse receivers. And for those of you listening who re- who rely on listening to the to AM radio or even FM, you're going to have that new 70, 80,000, $100,000 vehicle. You're going to turn the radio on and it's not going to work. It's going to barely work. It's going to sound terrible. It's it, everything. And you're just going to, they're going to drive you to do what? The monthly subscription. The monthly subscription because they're putting in junk. So a government mandate without minimum receiver standards that are decent, by the way, because if you give minimum standards that are garbage, that's all they're going to do. Again, that, 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 that's what you're going to get. Garbage, and then you're gonna, garbage you're in, gonna garbage garbage. out kind of thing. Exactly. And so then at the end of the day, you're going to be mad at Jody's radio station. You're going to blame them. Oh, and the car company's yeah. going to be saying, well, you know, it's not our fault. You know, talk to the radio station. Well, no, it's not the radio station's fault. It's the junk being put in. So that's why government, to me, texting Congress and saying, save AM, FM radio or whatever, without saying really what you want is garbage. Where can, where can Congress and the government do something? The interference part of it. They can do something there. They can tell the FCC, you must make sure that EVs, electric vehicles, and their chargers are not jamming the AM and FM radio bands. You must do that. That works. I'll buy that. I agree with that. But to, to, to beg Congress for a government mandate, that's not going to work. That, that's going to blow up in everybody's face at the end of the day. Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. So what can listeners do? Listener, you know, I, I can already see them. They're throwing their hands up. Well, then what do we do about this? Exactly. The yeah. Only thing you can do, the only thing you can do, in my opinion, contact your car company, your vehicle manufacturer. So if you own a Chevy, contact Chevy. If you own a Ford, contact Ford. If you, you know, whatever. And, and not the dealer. I mean, you can say something to the dealer, but, but really contact the car and the vehicle manufacturer directly. Go to their website. There's customer service page, you know, you can leave your comments, you know, whatever. And you basically got to say, you know what? We don't accept this. We're not going to, we're not going to accept paying for your subscription fees. We're not going to accept you taking AM FM radio out. And we're not going to accept you guys charging us a hundred thousand dollars. And you're putting in a piece of junk radio receiver. At least give us a choice for a better receiver then at a reasonable price. And if you're unwilling to do that, you can keep your garbage. Consumers have to, to drive this. Consumers do. And, and farmers listening to this, if you don't think John Deere, Case IH, and all those implement manufacturers exactly. aren't watching this, they're going to do the same thing. Absolutely. What are we fighting right now with? Right to repair. Yep. They're going to do the same thing thing so you better contact the implement manufacturer and say you don't put in a decent am fm radio in my tractor you can keep the the damn thing i'm not paying a half a million dollars for a combine and you can't even you know that drives itself but you can't even put in a decent radio keep your piece of junk i'll go get an older one and and the heck with you i'll buy one on the use and then you see that now 
Consumers have to drive this. I can't stress that enough, Jody. Consumers have to drive this. And, and because the reason the car companies are new, one, they want extra money. Two, they think you don't care. You're not going to care and that you're going to just accept it. But if consumers are screaming bloody murder and the government is saying, oh, by the way, with your electric vehicles, you better not be jamming other vehicles around you um, or you, we're going to make you fix them all. And that's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars. The, the car companies are going are to have to say, OK, we better take a step back here. I can only imagine what's going on right now at Ford behind the scenes with engineering who says we can't do this and we don't want to do it. And no one listens to AM radio. So who cares? And the marketing people who I know they have been been receiving comments saying, hey, wait a minute, we better not do this. I can imagine what this argument is going on right now behind the scenes and every other car company is watching. They're all talking about it behind the scenes. Well, let's see what happens to Ford. Let's see what happens to Ford. But holy cow, we're, we're getting a lot of blowback on this too. GM's getting a lot of blowback on their Apple CarPlay decision to take that out to go to a subscription-based service. And so that's, you know, that's the big concern here. And that's, I think, what everyone needs to, consumers can drive this. And it has been done before. A few years back, Detroit Auto Show, head of General Motors was asked at the Detroit Auto Show, why are you keeping whip antennas on your Silverado trucks? Everybody else is going to the shark fin. Why do you keep those ugly things on there? Blah, blah, blah. The head of General Motors, she said, because we've received a lot of, lot of concerns and requests from our customers who live in rural areas who they need to have that antenna so they can get distant radio stations. Right. Yep. There you go. It can be done, but if you don't do it, then don't complain five years down the road or whatever that, you know, we have no choices. This, I got to pay for this. I got to pay for that. I got to pay, 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 and I can't afford it. Pretty much right now, the, the, the way I, I, the analogy I like to use is, is we're all at a big wedding and the, and the, okay. and the, 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 the preacher has said, speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> that is where we're at. That's and it's true. time to speak up. It's time to speak up. And, and yes, you can go to, you know, go to the car companies. If you are looking for a vehicle, when you take the vehicle out, take a listen to the radio. If you think it sounds like garbage, tell the salesperson, Hey, you got something better than this junky radio? No. Well, then complain to the salesperson there and say, well, really? This this truck is $80,000 and it's got a radio that sounds like crap and doesn't work very well? Why? why pff, really? <laughs> and kill the deal. Kill the deal. Enough people kill the deal. They'll, you know what? Yeah, then the dealers will start to grumble back to, to the corporate. That's how this works. But right, right now, we need people to tell the car companies directly. You got to do that directly to the car company so that they know that you, you're mad about this and you don't like it. I mean, that's that's really the gist of it. I mean, that is the gist of it here, Jody, of what's going on. Again, because you've spent so much time with this topic and and regularly talk with the folks at the FCC, do you see the main driver for this being the push to electric vehicles and the RF interference we talked about? Or is this more just... The car company is trying to come up with a way to get some monthly income since vehicles are lasting so much longer and people aren't turning them over as, as often as they used to. 
like one one uh, like Fred Jacobs, who's a big media guy in one of his blogs said, this isn't a red issue. This isn't a blue issue. OK, they're not trying to t- silence conservative media or whatever. This isn't a red or blue issue. This is a green issue. Money, 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 money. And the belief at the car companies that that over the air radio is you know, AM is ancient modulation. Young kids don't use it. No one cares. And this is the way to go. And at the same time, we can make money. Simple as that. And they're using the interference issue as an excuse because they can do it. They can, they can fix that. That's, that's, that's bull. That's USDA grade A horse hockey in the terms of <laughs> Colonel Sherman Potter from MASH. Right. That's all bull. That's all bull. They can fix it. The technology has been there for years. So again, Brian, if you know folks are concerned, especially you know people who live in rural states like uh, I do in South Dakota, you do in in Wisconsin. What are we encouraging folks to do as consumers, as those interested in radio? Again, go to the car manufacturer's website. So if you own a GM, go to the GM corporate website. Ford, the Ford corporate website, there'll be a customer service page and you can, you know, they may ask for a VIN number and all that. You don't really have to worry about that, but send them a note, send something to them corporate saying, we don't like this. You better keep AM, FM radio and all of your vehicles and really, and, and say, you know, and we should have options for better receivers than what you're putting in. Understand we may have to pay a couple of bucks, but for that upgraded receiver, but at least give me a choice. Go to the car companies first. Now, if you're in the market for a vehicle and you're going to look at it, check, you know, test the radio, see how it works. See, you know, if it sounds terrible and the dealer says, oh, that's the radio station's fault. No, it's not. It's, it's the radio. Ask, hey, do you have a better sounding radio that we can install here? If they say no and say, well, this is, I'm paying $100,000 for a truck. I don't want this garbage. You should be able to put in a decent radio. And remember, Remember, anybody who has a smart TV, one of the new TVs, Oh yeah. every one of them has the same thing installed. They do? A jack for an over-the-air antenna. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you still get a choice. All I'm asking for is, I want a choice if I'm going to buy a $100,000 vehicle. If I want a decent radio in it, I should be able, they should be able to put it in. I don't want to be forced down my throat of having to pay something every month now, which I will refuse to do. I just won't do it. Then I guess I'll have to listen to a little speaker through my phone because I won't do it. They can go hit the road. With Agriculture In-Depth, brought to you by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier and by Kimball Livestock Exchange. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.